This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Good morning and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Gord. It's Tuesday, October 26. In Squiz Kids Today, dolphins and roller coasters in vaccine push. Chile's spooky town of mummies. Michael Jordan's million dollar trainers and BTS perform to an empty stadium. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. Dolphins, Bugs Bunny, Surf Lifesavers and Superman will be joining forces this weekend to push up the rate of COVID vaccination in Australia as the country races back towards normality. The Queensland government has announced that pop-up vaccination hubs will be set up in surf life-saving clubs and theme parks in the Sunshine State in an attempt to convince those remaining residents who haven't yet had the jab to roll up their sleeves. Vaccination clinics will be set up at Movie World, Sea World and Dream World on the Gold Coast and further north at Bindi and Bob Irwin's Australia Zoo as the government up north tries to use the popularity of theme parks over the coming Queensland long weekend to lift vaccination rates in line with other states. Right now, Queensland is coming second last in Australia in terms of states who are rocketing ahead with double-dose protection against COVID. According to yesterday's government figures, the ACT in New South Wales were miles ahead, with 87 and 85% of their populations double-dosed, closely followed by Victoria with 74%, compared to Queensland's 60% and WA's 59% of residents having been double-jabbed. The race is on for Queensland to get as many people vaccinated as possible before that dastardly Delta strain crosses its border. Get a COVID jab from Bugs Bunny? Why not? Especially if there was a roller coaster ride and a bag of fairy floss thrown into the bargain. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a new story from wherever it stops. And today, just in time for Halloween, we've landed in the town of Arica in Chile, where locals are always running into mummies. Now, I'm not talking about the kind of mummy who kisses you goodnight. This is the 7,000-year-old preserved dead body kind of mummy. Arica is home to the world's oldest mummies, 2,000 years older than the more famous Egyptian mummies. The Chinchorro people, who lived in northern Chile and southern Peru thousands of years ago, mummified dead adults, children and even babies as a way to keep their memories alive. They'd stuff the body with sticks and other natural materials, attach thin black hair onto the head, and cover the face with a clay mask. There are hundreds of mummies all over Arica. (laughs) And it's not unusual for a curious dog or a construction worker to dig one up. Earlier this year, the area was declared a World Heritage Site, and a mummy museum is now being planned. Until you can take a trip to Chile, though, check out your episode notes for some spooky photos of the mummies. Sport time! How much would you pay for a pair of used smelly trainers? Now, what if I told you they were once worn by basketball's very own goat, Michael Jordan? And no, I'm not suggesting that Michael Gordon is a goat. It stands for greatest of all time. 
A pair of Nikes that Jordan wore in his first ever season with the Chicago Bulls have just sold at auction for just under $2 million. And if you think that's something, get this. They're not even the most expensive trainers ever sold to a collector. That honour belongs to Kanye West, whose Nike Air Yeezy 1 prototype sold earlier this year for $2.45 million. So, next time your mum wants to throw out your stinky trainers, whack them on eBay. You never know. Pop Culture Corner. Normally, their stadium concerts sell out in minutes. And in any normal year, Korean boy band BTS, the biggest group on the planet right now, would be able to sell out 10 stadium concerts without really even trying. But because of the pandemic, the boys performed a concert at the weekend in front of 69,000 empty seats at the Olympic Stadium in Seoul, the capital city of their home country, South Korea. The concert was streamed live and watched by millions of ecstatic BTS fans, also known as the ARMY, in what their record company said was 197 countries around the world. The lads will perform in front of a real crowd at the end of November at a series of concerts in Los Angeles, which will also be streamed live to paying customers on YouTube. They're so high-tech, these boys. Squiz Kids for Schools Hey, teachers, don't forget. To celebrate World Teachers Day this coming Friday, we're offering a year's subscription to Squiz Kids for Schools to a lucky school whose teacher signs up to our free trial before the end of this week. Depending on the size of your school, that's a prize value of up to $3,000. Squiz Kids for Schools serves up a daily menu of classroom resources tied to the podcast. You and your kids will love it. And if you've already signed up, good on you. Now get one of your colleagues to do it and you can be in the running to win a year's free access for your school. Gotta be in it to win it. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. The stinky old trainers belonging to which former basketball great have just sold at auction for almost $2 million. That's right, it's Michael Jordan. Question number two. In which South American country is the town full of mummies? Yeah, that's right, it's Chile. Question number three. The boys from BTS performed in front of an empty stadium in their home city, which is called what? You got it, it's Seoul. Shout outs. It's October 26, birthday of Guy Sebastian, country singer Keith Urban and former US presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. What an unlikely trio they make. It's also a special day for these Squiz Kids celebrating a birthday today. Caitlin from Craigburn, Ivy from Canberra, Isabella from Maclay Island, and twins Tam and Tav from Bulleen. And belated birthday shout-outs go to Yuval from Craigburn, Bella from Hammond Park, Milani from Fernhill, and Jet from Sunbury. And because we're all transitioning back to the classroom... We're taking the home learning herogram quests you've sent in and we're turning them into classroom shout-outs. 
classroom shout-outs today go to Class 3-4 Sapphire and Mrs Sinclair at Ashmont Public School in Wagga Wagga and Mrs Stace, the recent prac teacher, who says thanks for having me in your classroom. Shout-outs also to Mr Shevlin and the Year 5 teachers at DY Public School, to Class Geyer at Cowra Public School with Mrs Skeen, Class 2 Blue at St Ignatius Catholic Primary School in Toowong, and Class Senior J at St Monica's Primary School in Footscray. And finally, Zoe sends a shout-out to the entire Linfield Public School and Claudia sends one to Class 5-6 Bradman at Appen Public School. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Thank you.